Hey, this is The Moment. I'm Brian Koppelman. Thanks for listening. All right, actually, this isn't The Moment. This is a preview for the upcoming reboot of The Moment. You know, by way of further introduction, if you don't know me, I'm a co-creator and showrunner of Showtime's Billions. And uh, I can't wait to have the podcast back out there in the world again. If you are new to the show, you should understand that the thing that drives me to have these conversations is that I have a lifelong fascination with how people process the really low and the really high moments in their lives. In particular, people who have found a way to access the most creative part of themselves, who found a way to live the life that they've realized that they want to live and that they need to live. What I've found is that, that most of us, and this is personal to me because it was what I lived, which is that um, we have a, a really hard time imagining that uh, we are in any way a special or that what we have to say is in any way important or that we can really be uh, someone uh, living the life that we want to live. And so I talk to people who've figured that out, like Jesse Klein, who's an executive producer of Amy Schumer's Comedy Central show. And Jesse told me the most incredible story um, about how hard it was for her to break free from her parents' um, influence or desires for her. In fact, she told me this amazing story about being offered her dream job and turning it down out of fear. I remember I went to my dad and I told both my parents, but I told them I got offered a job to run Letterman. I'm trying to decide what to do. And he's like, well, how does it work? I was like, well, it's a 13-week contract. And my dad said, I'll never forget it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like much of a job at all. Mm. And I turned it down. I love talking to people like Seth Godin, um, who has spent a lifetime figuring out how to continue to produce pages and work that matters and change people, and who's thought a lot about the stories we tell ourselves for the reasons why we don't do it. There's no such thing as writer's block, right? Writer's block is merely the combination of two things. One, bad habits, combined with two, fear of what someone else who's not on the journey is going to say to you. When those two things combine in your head, it's easier to be paralyzed. It's easier to do nothing. There's a lot of safety in being a stuck writer. You have chosen to be a stuck writer. You would rather be a stuck writer than a writer who is writing stuff you're not proud of. You know, I talked to Mark Marin about anger or Jason Isbell about what it felt like to finally get sober and get his music out into the world in a way that he always dreamed of. Talk to Edward Burns about making independent movies or Killer Mike about uh, putting uh, his personal beliefs, his political beliefs, and his love of rap music together uh, to actually change the culture and change the country in, in the way we think. I'm right in front of the people I'm supposed to be in front of because what I'm doing is I'm an ambassador. So, I, like, God, the creator, whatever it is, doesn't need me rapping my life back to the people who live it with me. I'm supposed to be rapping this for the people who don't directly experience that because these are the allies to this ideology. And coming up, I talked to people like Christina Tosi, who started Momofuku Milk Bar, who tells an incredible story about how she came up with cereal milk ice cream, which has now been ripped off uh, and uh co-opted, but which is still truly um, her incredible um, invention. 
of all of the cereals, I pulled down the cornflakes because I wasn't trying to be cute or cheeky. I was trying to like have a bigger idea. I didn't pull down any other flavor of cereal. It's the only cereal box you grabbed. Of all the flavors of cereal that I don't know that I ever actually have ever even bought a box of cornflakes to eat. Um, but I grabbed that and I had all these other things and I didn't really know what I was going to do, but I knew I was going to steep all these things in milk. When I started the podcast originally, I talked about how my dream would be to ask the members of REM what it felt like the first time they played together. That that idea of did these four people know they were going to do something that would change the world? And recently I got to sit down with Peter Buck and Corinne Tucker, who have a band now together called Filthy Friends. Corinne uh, started Slater Kinney with Carrie Brownstein. The two of them have a band together, so I got to talk to Peter and Corinne, and I had an hour-long talk with Mike Mills that I cannot wait to share, and that'll be the first podcast back up, uh, where he talks about what that moment felt like and where he talks about what it feels like now to grapple with the legacy of R.E.M. Peter and I were walking down Broad Street in Athens, Georgia, and I don't remember what made us say this, but we looked at each other and he went, you know, I think we can do this. Right. And I said, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I, I don't know if we maybe we just heard our first single on WOG. Or I don't know what it was, but something made us look at each other and go, you know, this this could actually happen. And, you know, for us, happening meant I think we can pay our rent and eat pizza and drink beer. What I've realized in the time away from doing the podcast is how important it is to step away from the thing that I normally do every day to enter this other space of exploration and inspiration. I end up enormously fired up when I'm done talking to these people. And it kind of like fills me with a different kind of energy and momentum. And then to be able to engage with you um, does the same thing. And and I hope, and I've heard that uh, people listening to these conversations have the same sort of feeling about them, which um, really is incredibly gratifying. So the podcast will be back soon. I've gotten your tweets and emails asking why it's been away and when it's coming back. So I'm thrilled to say it's coming back on November 7th through Cadence 13. First guest, Mike Mills from REM. And you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, I guess this is the moment now.